It's Thursday, the 4th of March, 2021. Welcome to your Mentored Briefing, the business headlines you need to know delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, the Australian economy grew at its fastest pace in at least 60 years during the second half of 2020 as the recovery from the COVID recession kicked in. Plus, Federal Attorney General Christian Porter says he won't step down despite rape allegations. Regulators warned that lending standards for home loans could tighten and a slew of changes atop some of Australia's biggest companies. Our lead story today, the Australian economy grew by a faster than expected 3.1% during the December quarter, following a 3.4% expansion the previous quarter. It's the first time in the 60 years of recorded growth figures that the economy has expanded by more than 3% for two consecutive quarters. For the 2020 calendar year, the economy contracted by 1.1%, reflecting the recession induced by the coronavirus pandemic. The big driver of the economy late last year was a rebound in household consumption, with Victoria leading the way following the reopening of its economy, rebounding at 6.8% for the quarter. Overall, Australia outperformed other economies during 2020. Management of the virus, the fact that Australia is an island, and a fair dose of luck meant we've well and truly done better than the United States and the major economies in Europe, including the United Kingdom, Germany, France and Italy, as well as Korea. Japan contracted by slightly less than Australia last year, while the Chinese economy grew in 2020. It's safe to say the recession is well and truly over, and the economy is growing again, albeit isn't back to pre-pandemic levels. As the Reserve Bank said on Tuesday, the road will be uneven and bumpy, but it's a much better outcome than anyone expected six months ago. In overseas news, Bitcoin rose back above the 50,000 US dollar mark last night, despite Elon Musk, Tesla founder and holder of $1.5 billion worth of the cryptocurrency, being critical of the unit. Tensions in the Middle East are escalating. Yesterday, 10 rockets targeted an airbase in western Iraq that hosts US-led coalition troops. There were no casualties. Last week, an oil tanker off the coast of Iraq discovered a mine attached to its hull. Media reports in Japan say this year's Tokyo Olympics will be held without spectators from overseas as organisers attempt to control risks around COVID-19. And Amazon has received attention it didn't want when its new logo was compared to Adolf Hitler. Last month, Amazon dropped its shopping cart image and replaced it with a smiling face arrow and a ridged piece of blue tape above it. Got to admit, it did invoke the German leader's moustache. Amazon has changed the blue tape again to have part of it folding over. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your mentored briefing. Let's go to local stories now. Christian Porter, the federal attorney general and country's number one lawmaker, said that allegations of rape against him were false. The alleged incident occurred 33 years ago, and Mr Porter repeated in a news conference yesterday that it just didn't happen. Mr Porter won't step down as Attorney General, but will take some personal leave. The Council of Financial Regulators, which includes the Reserve Bank, Federal Treasury, the Australian Prudential Regulation Authority and corporate regulator, the Australian Securities and Investments Commission, has said it will step in if there are any signs of bad lending practices in the mortgage market. With borrowing at record levels and interest rates at all-time lows, the Council said it was focusing on lending standards remaining sound. It demonstrates that while the Reserve Bank isn't going to lift the official cash rate to cool the housing market, other regulators will step in if necessary. 
Rio Tinto Chair Simon Thompson will not seek re-election at the mining giant in 2022, taking the blame for the Yukon Gorge disaster last year that destroyed 46,000-year-old rock caves in Western Australia. The group has already lost its chief executive, Jean-Sebastien Jacques, as a result of the disaster. Nine Entertainment has appointed the boss of its streaming company, Stan, to run the media group. Mike Sneesby will take over from current CEO Hugh Marks after the latter announced last year that he would step down. Nine's market capitalisation has gone from $1.3 billion to $5 billion under Mr Marks. And QBE will hire another British executive to run the insurer. Andrew Horton, who currently heads a British insurance business, will take over. The previous CEO, Patrick Regan, quit last year after sending an inappropriate message to another employee. A Qantas executive told the Senate inquiry yesterday that there could be more job cuts at the airline, more than the 8,500 already nominated. Uncertainty in the aviation sector meant it wasn't possible to be definitive about the number of future job losses. Qantas share price jumped nearly 3%. Origin Energy will offer fleets of electric vehicles to corporate customers, hoping to tap into the shift away from internal combustion engine cars and boost its own green credentials. Business fleets make up around half of new vehicle sales, and they're expected to lead the way on electrification of road transport. And the outgoing small business ombudsman, Kate Carnell, said the tax office should stop being so heavy-handed with its debt collection efforts, and small businesses should get a free pass for first offences. There are two million small and family businesses, and Ms Carnell said the ATO regularly lost sight of the individuals behind the debt amounts. The ATO is owed $34 billion in total, of which $21 billion is owed by small business. That's your Mentored Briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.